You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, everybody. Father Craig Vasa continuing the show Real Presence Live today from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. We're so glad that you're listening. If, for whatever reason, you've missed some of our excellent segments today or wanted to tune back into other segments from other days, realpresenceradio.com carries all of our podcasts uh, on the website. And the show today will be up later this afternoon. Also on the website, realpresenceradio.com, you can find out what's happening the rest of the week on Real Presence Live in the news page. Also, all the events happening in your local area under the upcoming events section, you can ask us to pray for things, uh, the prayer intention area, both on the website and on the app. So you can find all these things and more when you visit realpresenceradio.com, realpresenceradio.com. In this last segment of our day, we're going to move to the Fargo-Moorhead area and speak with Josh and Tracy DeCock. Good morning, Josh and Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Very honored to be with you today. And with you. You are my friends from a long time. That's I right. love it. Yeah. So we want to talk about how awesome I am. Oh, no, not how awesome I am. We want to talk about family life and what's going on there. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you've come to be married. Well, we met about 12 years ago, uh, 13 years ago. On a blind date, and oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, we had some mutual friends that thought we seemed right for each other, so we uh, met up for a blind date, and about a year later, we got married. And we now did you have have a blind marriage too? (laughs) No, it was very planned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now we have five kids. We have a daughter named Rachel, who's eight, and then we have four sons. They are six, four, two, and our youngest is five months. Ah, oh, beautiful. Very good. So what was, your, what was your background at the time for the two of you? What were you up to? What was going on in life when you met? I was going to college at MSUM, and uh, Josh had graduated from NDSU and was working. Yep, electrical engineering. So just a... Uh, and yeah, we just met through friends. Otherwise, we probably never would have actually... We met through Facebook, which is not a huge Facebook fan, but it, you never know. It works out. <laughs> oh, yes. Great. So, uh, married for 12 years? It'll be 12 in August. 12 years in August. Oh, yeah. I want to place it. Oh, I shouldn't do this. It's either a, It's either August 15th or 22nd, right? 22nd. Hey, look at me. Yeah, I'm like not good. that bad of a friend, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Helps when it's on a Marian feast. Day I know term. that's really, really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about marriage and family life. What it means to you um, in a culture that, in some places, is helpful, and in other places, very antagonistic to at least the traditional understanding of um, of Catholic marriage. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, in our lives, it's just it's funny, right? Because the culture is so. Uh, looking for meaning and at the same time like fighting against those things that are going to give it meaning um, so in, in marriage obviously it's like uh, John Paul II says uh, like we're we can only fully find ourselves except when we need a complete gift of self right and that's yeah. really what we find in marriage right I mean each as we have each child makes us say a little bit more no to ourselves and a little bit more yes to them and to God um, just kind of letting go of those little things that we want um, it's kind of this, right? It's God's way of helping make us saints, 
what through marriage or whatever vocation he's giving us. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So what, uh, in the midst of this, uh, where we are invited to selfishness or invited to do whatever we want or to, to, to find meaning in ways that are less than noble, um, marriage can be tr- tough. It's, it's, it's a struggle. Uh, I would imagine I'm not married, but I <laughs> visit with people regularly who are married. Uh, so could you share with us just some of the... Yeah, you know, whatever you might want to share about the struggles of uh, family life and what that looks like in today's age. It, it's actually just bliss all the time. So. <laughs> okay. <Good answer>. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next question. <laughs> Tracy, do you have anything to say? <laughs> um, well, you know, we've got five kids, eight and under, so a lot of the struggle for us is just on the very physical level Oof. of they just need our attention and um, all day and all night <laughs> they uh, right. they need things so you know those are our struggles right now but as they get older those struggles will change and then on the marriage level you know there's um, always that struggle to find the time for each other and to make that a priority as well that's the first thing i was thinking about because when i go back to theological understanding is that marriage marriage is first and foremost about the union of the couple and that they have to make sure that they that they sp- make you know make time for that to to enrich their their marital uh, connection and not pour everything onto the children, even though the children need them in various ways and in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And what you're saying is in so many ways that it's tough to find that time. But at least you're recognizing it that you're supposed to have it, even if you're not getting it all the time, right? Yeah. Um, that's a real it's it's a real struggle. Five kids under eight, I mean, that's a real struggle. So everybody who's listening, I'm talking with Josh and Tracy DeCock here on Real Presence Live. We're talking about uh, marriage. We're talking about family life. We're talking about a little bit of the struggles that might be going on in their life. It is definitely a struggle to find how to do everything you're supposed to do in 24 hours and still be sane. <laughs> um, so you can still find beauty in all of this, I would imagine. Is oh, there yeah. any, oh, yeah. any, any ways you've been able to do that? Yeah, I mean, we always say to people, you know, we're, we're tired a lot, but we laugh a lot, mm. right? It's like you see some of the things that happen in our, with the kids or in our lives on TV, you'd be like, that won't happen. But that's our lives every day. So there's always these ridiculous scenarios that just make you laugh. Um, so it's it's just fun. Well, you just shared this story about the when I was over at your house and the misunderstanding of, uh, of about uh, liking or, or yeah. not liking things. Uh, can you share that story real quick? I like that one. We were sitting around for pizza and they were having a, a pizza had ham on it. And my daughter, I don't know how old was she, you know, Tracy? Probably three or so, two. She's sitting next to Father Craig and she says... I don't like him. <laughs> she keeps repeating that re- several times, and we're like, "What? How can she say that? That's she's right there." And then finally, we realized she was saying, "I don't like ham." <laughs> anyway, you look at the moment; it's just hilarious, right? I mean, you can't, you're, or you're maybe you're shocked. Like, I can't believe my children are doing this. Then it right. becomes a great story that you never forget, right? <laughs> right. It's like, stop it, child. <laughs> Why can't we figure this out? Oh yeah, my goodness! Exactly. I love it. Uh, misunderstanding and then coming to an understanding, hopefully. You probably don't always find understanding. You just have to move on sometimes, but uh, that's the way that goes. Uh, If you want to leave a message with parents who are in the trenches, uh, since you are the exemplary model of all things, right? Uh, And it's all bliss. uh, What are are some tips or messages that that you give to families that are out there? Uh, I think one of our first ones is just um, making sure that you're taking the time for each other, like you just said. Um, you know, we, we 
don't get time every day, but we build it into our schedule that we're going to have that time um, as default. And I think that takes care of a lot of problems. It smooths out edges just because we're talking uh, and just being together. Um, and not just, you know, not overcommitting yourself to doing too much as a family. Like the family has to be first. The marriage has to be first. Mm-hmm. And then after the marriage, right, then it's, then the kids kind of come and that almost takes care of itself when you're, pro- you know, properly setting priorities and not doing too much and the kids are in a routine and all those good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy, you want to add anything with that or even maybe to the question of the role of faith in the family? Uh, yeah, we definitely want to make sure that we have that rhythm of prayer in our family. And so that's praying before meals, of course, and at night with our kids. And that changes as they grow, of course, making sure we're getting to Mass on Sundays. But we also like to incorporate the rhythm of the church's liturgical year and so that our uh, prayer life can change throughout the year. So obviously with Lent, we're making changes and adding Stations of the Cross, which we just do in our house because it's a little crazy <laughs> to bring them to the church. Yeah, hey, it's the domestic church. Get it going. I right. love that. Yeah. I think I remember talking to you about this when I was at your house. I think you had a book or maybe you were, or maybe you were looking for books or different things to incorporate. Uh, I'm remembering that conversation anyway from a number of years ago when I was at your house. But that's great that you incorporate. There, actually, I interviewed a lady from uh, California. I can't remember her name right Kendra now. Kendra Tierney? Yep. Mm-hmm. She's got living living liturgically or something like that in the family? Uh, Catholic all year, yeah. She's uh, been a role, role model for us. She's got some great advice on that. Oh, that's great. That's really, really great. All right. Any, <laughs> yeah. Any, uh, any other things you want to add uh, since we got you on the line about, about family life or about living Catholic life in the midst of a secular culture? Any other things that uh, were on your mind that we didn't get to today? I don't think so. I mean, just it's about giving yourself, right? He who loses himself will find himself, right? Mm. So that's what we experience. It doesn't mean it's easy, but the Lord gives us joys in the little things, right? And spending that time with other people and and just laughing about what happens. And if we're tired. Yeah. Uh, what is the what is what does the family life look like right now? Are you, are you both at work, or you have daycare, or are you taking care of the kids at home, or what? What does that look like? I've been a stay-at-home mom since our oldest was born, and uh, Josh works at a software company, kind of a eight to six uh, Monday through Friday job. And um, so, I'm home with our kids uh, who aren't in school. We've got our mm-hmm. oldest two at the Catholic school in Moorhead. Okay, good. Very good. Are you able to get out once in a while and see some other uh, some other mothers, or uh, get some? Because I I can't imagine being at home with the kids all day every day is necessarily something that you want to do. I would imagine you want to get out once in a while. Oh, absolutely. I (laughs) have been part of a group at our church called Mock uh, Mothers and Children since my oldest was born. And every Wednesday during the school year, we get a couple hours where there's childcare and coffee and conversation amongst adults. And it's been so life-giving for me. Good, 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 good. Excellent. Josh and Tracy, thanks for being on to talk about marriage and how, how to live uh, as best as one can uh, family life in, in modern society. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. All right, great. That is a wrap uh, with regard to Real Presence Live today. Uh, I think Gregory is going to tell us a little bit about tomorrow's show. I sure am. Uh, coming up on Friday, fa- our host will be Father Paul Rutten and Heather Carroll. Uh, Monsignor Charles Mangan will reflect on the wonders of Lent as we prepare to enter into this beautiful time of prayer and penance. And what's the latest out of the Minnesota legislature? We'll get our weekly update with Jason Adkins of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. 
And this method invites God into your marriage and family life in a beautiful way. Thomas and Alexa and Alexis Moltz will share how natural family planning has gifted their marriage as they talk about what NFP is and what it isn't. All this and much more coming up tomorrow, Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. All right. Thank you, Gregory. Everybody, it's been an honor to be with you today. I wish you all the best uh, during these days of Lent um, where we are invited not just to improve ourselves. I think maybe sometimes we think that that's really what Lent is. It's like, how can I improve myself? Um, but really, it's a time of, uh, of humbling myself and turning to the Lord. Of course, the byproduct of humbling ourselves and turning to the Lord is that we will be improved. But that can't be the main goal of Lent. Uh, Lent has to be about... It has to be about turning back to the Lord God, of reuniting myself with Him, of coming nearer to Jesus, um, uh, begging for the gift of His Spirit to enliven me, to to bring me into a place where I haven't been in the past. And yeah, the, the result of that will be that I will be a better person or something like that. But uh, don't sell Lent short. Don't think, I just want to get a new habit or get rid of this habit. But it could be through those things that you do. Uh, but really, it's about Jesus. It's about coming close to Jesus, depending with Jesus on the word of the Father. So let me give you a blessing. Through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, may Almighty God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody, it's been an honor to be with you. This is Father Craig Vosick. I've been your host today on Real Presence Live. Stay with us every day for great programming. God bless you all. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.